but we are starting today talking about what is happening in the United States. As you know, former U.S. President Donald Trump has been indicted by a Manhattan grand jury. So far, the charges in the indictment remain under seal. The district attorney's office has been investigating the hush money payments made during the 2016 presidential campaign to silence claims of an extramarital encounter. Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, who will likely be the star witness if there is a trial, commented earlier today. They're going to try to attack my credibility day in and day out, thinking that they're winning the war, which is really his freedom, when you're not. In fact, instead of playing the, um, you know, the media game, he should be worrying more about a court of law, not a court of public opinion. We are going to talk more about this now. Joining us is Alan Sanders, uh, attorney, former Time Magazine senior reporter and professor emeritus of political science at St. Peter's University in Jersey City, New Jersey. Thank you so much for taking some time with us today. My pleasure, Jill. Uh, What is your reaction to the indictment? I know there has been a lot at this point, but beginning with the news of the indictment, what was your response to that? Well, I mean, two responses, I suppose. First, historic. Everybody has said that this uh, sort of thing has never happened in the United States. No president and no former president has ever been indicted. Uh, But on the other hand, not surprising. So much scandal has surrounded Donald Trump. He's been on the edge of the law in so many instances and so many accusations that sooner or later something was going to come down and result in some sort of criminal indictment. Uh, Nobody knew quite what, uh, but this is the one that uh, landed first, and uh, that's the one that everybody is focusing on. Uh, And so it's not surprising exactly, although uh, the whole set of events is rather historic here uh, for the United States. How do you see things playing out as well? I know all eyes have been on Florida, where uh, the former president is currently. How do you see things playing out over the next few days? Well, I think what will happen is that uh, the former president will be processed pretty much like any other um, criminal defendant, criminal suspect. Uh, He'll be brought into the New York uh, courthouse, and he will be processed with uh, fingerprinting and a mugshot and be told of his charges and then released. The process usually takes several hours. It might be speeded up a little bit uh, in order to uh, deal with security concerns. Uh, But I suspect that much of it will be done behind closed door, if not all of it, uh, and he'll be processed very quickly because there's great concern about security, and so there's no need to delay or to put on a public show of things. So uh, I think that's what we can expect. Uh, pretty quick processing. Uh, the, pre- the former president will come, will go, um, and that should be uh, the end of things. Now, of course, he may choose to hold a uh, press conference or make some remarks or something. I would just suspect that his attorneys would advise against that, because as you know, any criminal suspect that says things after arrest, uh, whatever he or she says may be used against him or her. Right. But, uh, and also though, but looking at how Donald Trump has carried himself in the past and uh, perhaps not always taking that advice, uh, I, I don't think it would be a huge surprise to people, would it, if he did say something? No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, and so that's what people will be watching for. Less uh, about the, the, the processing, the criminal justice processing, and more about what, if anything, Trump uh, intends to do about it.
the the case itself or the counts themselves, several U.S. media outlets, uh, CNN, several others as well, are, are citing sources that are familiar with the case saying that uh, Donald Trump faces more than 30 counts that are related to business fraud in this indictment. Do you think, will it, will it become more clear? I know it's sealed at this point, but do you think that the public will get a better idea on exactly what is in the indictment? Oh, sure. Uh, once he is uh, indicted, uh, we'll know exactly what, uh, what's in there. Uh, that is to say, once he's arraigned, I should say. I mean, he's been indicted already. But once he's arraigned, he will uh, be told exactly what the charges are against him. That's what the, one of the purposes of an arraignment, so that you know exactly what you're facing. And at that point, um, everything will become public. So we'll know what those 30 accounts or 30 set of charges really are, whether they're really separate charges or whether they're related to one set of transactions where, you know, uh, you can sort of uh, split up a set of transactions into 30 pieces. We'll, we'll see uh, what that is next week, and, and we'll certainly know a lot of, more about it. I should say this, however, about this um, uh, case. Uh, it's garnered the headlines, and it's big news because, of course, it's a first in U.S. history. But we should always bear in mind that Donald Trump faces other possible charges that are far more serious. Now, if any of those other charges result in a formal indictment, this case will pretty much disappear from the headlines. Um, and those other cases will start to garner attention and uh, preoccupy U.S. politics, because those are very serious charges uh, if an indictment ensues about uh, trying to alter an election and uh, trying to uh, declare uh, himself the winner when, in fact, he lost an election uh, fair and square. Now, we'll see if any charges emerges out of that, formal charges. But if those things happen, this case, I think, will uh, disappear from the headlines pretty quickly. And you kind of touched on this. So is it, is it to, not to oversimplify it, but it's a matter of timing, and it happened that these were the allegations or these were the charges that, uh, that we're dealing with first? Well, yes. I mean, you're dealing with several jurisdictions. Uh, you're dealing with New York State in this particular case, the hush money case. Uh, then you're also dealing with another state case in Georgia, also dealing with uh, possible election uh, problems and, and issues. And then you're dealing with a federal case uh, in Washington. Those are three separate jurisdictions, and uh, they need not and don't typically coordinate. It's whoever comes out first with the evidence that he or she thinks, uh, that is to say, he or she being the prosecutor, he or she thinks are the more meritorious and the ones that are processed uh, the quickest uh, through grand jury proceedings. So there's no coordination here. Uh, this is the first one that came along, and of course, because it's the first, it gets a lot of attention. Uh, but uh, as I point out, those other cases at the federal level and in the state of Georgia are more serious allegations about possible election tink tinkering. Uh, and if they come forward with an indictment uh, and ultimately go to trial, those will be the ones uh, that will be really important and very serious cases and um, could result in some very, very serious penalties for the former president if he is found guilty. Uh, we did hear a bit or uh, in the statement released by Donald Trump, he, he called this political persecution. He said it was election interference at the highest level in history. Uh, he, he went on, I, I think he said he wanted the witch hunt or he thought that the witch hunt would backfire massively on uh, Joe Biden. What kind of political implications does this have? Or as this moves forward, what does this mean for Donald Trump and his, his attempt to get reelected? 
Well, you know, it's kind of like a broken record, if I can choose a sort of uh, uh, old phrase. I mean, we've heard this every time uh, that Donald Trump finds himself in trouble. It's political uh, witch hunt. It's uh, political persecution. Um, on the legal front, it means absolutely nothing. On the political front, what it does is to try and solidify his base and basically get some fundraising out of that. Uh, we've seen this movie before. Um, you know, views about Donald Trump politically are pretty much baked in in the United States. There is a minority. It's a large minority, but nonetheless, one should never forget it is a minority of MAGA supporters and MAGA cultists who uh, will always support Donald Trump. Anything he does must be right because Donald Trump says it's right. But uh, the majority of Americans are not MAGA loyalists. And so one should always remember that Donald Trump has never won the popular vote in any election in which he has run. Now, he's won the support of the Republican Party, but when you get to the general electorate, Donald Trump has never won the popular vote. And so what you see here in the posturing is simply to gather support and to raise money on behalf of Trump. The uh, politicians, the Republican politicians that are coming to his support right now, uh, without knowing what the facts are really of the case, because nothing has been revealed publicly about that indictment yet, but what they're really doing is they're trying to go for the Republican Party, MAGA loyalists, the base of the Republican Party, you've got to get those people to support you in primary, in primary elections, if you want to be the Republican nominee. But once you get that nomination, you've got to face a general electorate. And we know that uh, from past election results that being a real MAGA loyalist gets you into real trouble with the general electorate. Uh, you may get the nomination, uh, the party nomination, but it gets you into trouble with the general electorate. So uh, this is this is the political situation. You, if you're a Republican, you got to support Donald Trump, but you get into trouble with that uh, once you have to reach the general electorate stage of of uh, the political process. And one other question, and, and just kind of looking at this, and certainly we've seen how law enforcement has been on high alert and there are concerns about protests or, or what could happen as this moves forward. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on those implications of, of, like you said, this is unprecedented and people are having very, very strong reactions to it? Well, you know, it's hard to predict. Uh, we know that Donald Trump had predicted, uh, you know, on, on his uh, social media platform or wherever he said it, that he would be arrested last week. Uh, or uh, I should say not last week, uh, this, this past Tuesday. He had said that he would be arrested this past Tuesday. And so law enforcement had, I mean, nobody knew whether that was going to happen or not, but law enforcement prepared for that. And really there was no major showing of any support for Donald Trump at the courthouse um, on this past Tuesday. Um, now that, of course, we do know for sure that he's going to be um, arraigned uh, next Tuesday, uh, it's anybody's guess as to whether people will actually show up. But law enforcement is well prepared for this, and so and and the demonstrators who would want to demonstrate uh, in support of Donald Trump also know that law enforcement is well prepared. So knowing that, um, it's hard to predict what will happen. But I suspect that many people will figure that uh, probably it doesn't pay to uh, do anything dramatic because law enforcement is quite prepared for what could or might uh, happen uh, next week. All right. Uh, Professor Sanders, thank you so much for taking the time and for joining the show today. My pleasure. Take care, Joe.